When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. We can finally, once and for all, find out what happened with Judas Priest. Whether they broke up by themselves or they were pushed out by outside forces like uh, the government. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. But we're all, but we're all around, man. Yep. But we're all, everything's everything, baby. <laughs> That's true. What's going on? Dog, where, where are you at? I am living life. I am back in Oregon for a hot 72 hours. There you go. All right. Yeah. Yeah. was just, uh, I just got back from, uh, where did I get back from? Austin, Texas. Okay. The, How was the, that? The outskirts of Austin, Texas. As good okay. as at the new Cap, Cap City Comedy Club. Shows were fun. Club was in a mall. Been the theme for this year. Yeah, I it's I was trying to reconcile why like like these new malls that are like they're supposed to be like a city, you know, they're not enclosed. There's streets mm-hmm. and there's the shops that are on the ground level, and then there's apartments above them. And I don't know why I was so grossed out by them because I'm like, well, that's how cities are. Mm-hmm. It's it's because you could tell that these developments they're all. You could tell, like every the owner of every store reports to the same boss. You know, yeah, yeah. There's no like mom and pop, you know, shoe repair or anything. It's like no, these are all carefully choreographed. Like if it's an ethnic restaurant, it better have a pun in the name. <laughs> Which ones did you see this week? Any good puns? Well, there was it was pink taco. Okay, it was it was curry up then, <laughs> and then it was uh. It was like the, oh, the Kung Fu Saloon. It was two beer bottles connected Damn. like nunchucks. Oh, okay. No, yeah. uh, no fucking or anything like that. No, but then we do have one of those that is a mom and pop place right here in Beaverton that I mm-hmm. go to. So, like, but <laughs> it was it was hard for people to resist the Asian pun names. Yeah, for a while, especially pho. Yeah, I think I've seen a fuck you. F O P H O space Q. I'm and if you haven't, I'm sure it's out there. But these uh, were like very like designed. It wasn't like let's have a fun name for our families. Right? Like no, these are all manufactured. Like that part in Breaking Bad where they're all all the fast food corporate managers are meeting at a table to try new dipping sauces or something. Yeah, it has it has that vibe to it. Okay. 
Yeah, uh, I could see how that'd be a little off-putting. Just I, I like. Oh, speaking of which, like I just left Bristol, Tennessee, and just a beautiful yeah. downtown area where you could tell a lot of these merchants and shops have been there for 50, 60 years, and just kind of through the years organically is kind of sprawled out into a nice downtown area. But yeah, just one big development that all just popped up at once. That uh, that's a little boring. Yeah, and I went. I was going to get food on the on the food street of the development. Uh huh. On the on the nightlife street, there's a shopping street, then there's the nightlife street that had okay. restaurants that turned into nightclubs. Mm-hmm. On a Friday night, man, I, I gals were walking around like it was a New Year's Eve Times Square. Some of these really? outfits, really. There's yeah, Charlie, was, by uh, the way. Don't, don't like, worry about well, Charlie. <clears throat> Who's that now? Who's that it, back there? Charlie's been traveling with us. We've been on the we- uh, road for a week now, and. Uh, Katie's with me, Charlie's with me, and Katie and I were joking earlier, like, Charlie's never really traveled other than to, like, Vegas, so he must be thinking, like, what the hell are we doing? When are we going home? He's just so confused, but he, he's been a is, good trooper. Is he just, like, roll into a hotel room, like, yeah, I'll lay on this couch? Yeah, yeah, he... exactly. <laughs> yeah, he just... Yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> just give they're me dogs, place to, they know. Give me a place to plop down. Yeah, they know. Man, what's how's it been going? It's been a couple weeks since we've chatted. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, Halloween. It's a spooky season. I'm into it. I'm stoked about Halloween. I, I, I'm a little bummed that I'm not going to be... I don't even know if I'll be back home by Halloween. You know, usually mm-hmm. I, uh, I, usually I um, try to get into it for the whole month of October, but I've just been so preoccupied with travel and whatnot. But yeah, I've been trying to make uh, time at night here on the road when I'm not doing shows to watch some spooky stuff. You seen anything good? Buddy, I am this I got into it last week when I was home for a couple days. Uh I don't like you know, I never want to rely on like like booze or weed for a, like a good time, but getting stoned watching scary movies, that's just where it's at for me. It's the best, man. And being I'm just by myself Outside a little D hanging out. Mm-hmm. Even even having the cat there is like at least somebody to bounce off like a, all right, that was scary, right? <laughs> like just having another living presence to like acknowledge the fact that we both kind of were like, what the fuck was that that came out of the corner of the screen? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I watched, I'll tell you, I watched The Invitation. Okay, what's that? Uh, did you? It's uh, I guess there's two of them. This is the one from the mid twenty teens. Okay, and it's this this couple, this guy and his and his partner, get an invitation by his ex wife to go to a house party. It's in the Hollywood Hills. Mm-hmm. It's like right by right by like well not Hollywood Hills but like Beachwood Canyon even like right by our yeah. old apartment. Yeah, and they just get invited and it's like a cult thing. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, but it was good. Okay, the invitation. Where is that on Netflix? Uh, I, 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 shit, man, I can't tell you where I was watching these things. Uh-huh. Although we did, we did reset a bunch of passwords, and Netflix is the only one I remembered. So probably Netflix, because <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. I got home, and you know, Rachel and I both been like traveling a bunch and been gone for like a while, and like I, all of a sudden I'm going on Apple TV. It's like re-enter your password. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm high off my ass. Which one works? Netflix? All right, I'm watching stuff on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, But I might have rented that one on Amazon. I think 
I had the. Do I don't know how? Do you like rent stuff like the four dollar rental on the streaming services? Yeah, I used to try not to because you know it's hard to justify doing that when you have when you're already paying for all the streaming services. But sometimes it's just like I want to watch this specific movie. It's not on any of the services. Fuck it, I'll rent it. That's where I felt the same way, but then I'm like, I would easily spend $5 on a beer if that's how mm. much a beer was at the bar I was at, and I would yeah. get six more of them. Mm-hmm. You're at home. You're not spending that, and I'm committed like, oh, now because I'm such a cheap ass, I'm like, you spent 4 bucks. You sit here, you put your phone down, and you watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. So I think I might have rented that one, but it's it's good. Good performances. Uh. Jay Larson's in it. Really? Okay. Yeah. I was that was where I surprised him watching like, oh Jay Larson. And then he's just a, just a an actor in it. Just a good actor. He's like the mm-hmm. goofy guy, but it's not a comedy. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was just excited. You know, you get excited when you see your your, your friend in a thing. Of course. That's always it's still exciting. Mm-hmm. Even though yeah. I've been in LA ten years now, I still get excited when I see somebody I know pop up. Yeah, and my fault for not seeing this movie that's seven or eight years old already. But good job, Jay Larson. Hilarious dude and great actor. Yeah, yeah. he's. Uh, I've seen him pop up in a few things. He's He's got some chops. Yeah, and he's one of those guys, I just, his cadence, I don't even care if you're getting to a point in the story. I'm just going to listen to you talk. You're just fun to listen to. <laughs> uh, so he was, so that was a good one. Then I watched, I've been going through, I found some like Reddit list of horror movies. Okay. Of like you know like Reddit nerds like they've already l- watched everything and they're like what's the scariest of the scary movies? Uh huh. So that's the one I've been going through. Okay. And then they got a uh, what was another one that I watched? Oh, uh, Hell House LLC. Hmm. I'm familiar. Th- that one it's. It's like a found footage type of thing, which almost scared me off of it right away. Uh-huh. Like a like a Blair Witch kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But it's so these it's this group of kids that they do haunted houses, like for Halloween. They put on okay. haunted houses. Mm-hmm. So they go, they get this abandoned hotel in upstate New York that's already like a supposedly a real haunted house that they're gonna do a haunted house in. Mm-hmm. And then the haunted house haunts the haunted house. Ah, okay. You know I've always thought about that. Like, I always thought it would be cool if that actually happened. You know, the the staged haunted house that you pay money to go see. It'd be great if it was actually in a haunted house. So that's what's going yeah, it, on there. It's not a wildly original idea like, oh, the serial killer is in the haunted house and people mm-hmm. are dying, but people can't tell if they're dying. But, like, this was just, it was done really well. And... uh it was a good there's some, like the found footage stuff or the paranormal activity we've talked about mm-hmm. something about being it being set with like modern technology like and it's not it's not like paranormal activity one of the scariest things that was just like it was a house in San Diego it was set in it wasn't mm-hmm. some old abandoned yeah. uh boiler room or this you know this <laughs> is a funeral home from the 1700s like now nah, this house was built in 74 like that made it scarier and that's how this this one kind of was. Okay. Uh, so that was a, a good one. Don't remember where I watched it. And then the last one, which was on that list, that people were describing it. They're like, "Don't let the premise of this scare you away." Okay. But it was called it's called Host, and it was shot entirely on Zoom. 
like the Zoom meetings we've all been doing for the last uh-huh. two and a half years. Yeah. And it's about, like, it's, they use the premise of the pandemic, like, oh, we can't, like, we're all going to hang out. And it's like, oh, let's do a seance over Zoom. Hmm. And I was, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to trust these people. Say, so like, yeah, don't let those things shy you away from it. And also, may, I might be less discerning because I am home alone, getting myself scared. I get <laughs> I'll, scared I'll so easily. I am. I'm. I'm just. I'm just. I'm getting scared when the pizza guy that I called showed up to the door. Oh fuck! They're outside the house. Setting booby Goddamn. traps. Yeah, I punched out the Pizza Hut guy from behind because I thought he was a ghoul. Oh man. <clears throat> We used to do it every time we'd get high and order food, forget we ordered food, and panic any time the doorbell would ring. <laughs> every time, every weekend. Katie does that a lot because she'll order two or three different things all at once. Like she'll she'll order DoorDash and weed and something else, and then like the first thing will come, and then we're like, okay, we're done. You know, we're, no more guests tonight. And then the doorbell will ring. Oh shit, who's that? Oh yeah, I forgot I ordered this too. I like that you guys are both just eccentric old Hollywood already. Oh, yeah, man. We just go up to the apartment five times a night. Yeah. Leave it by the door. We hear a small dog bark. (laughs) But all we see is two black cats. Man, one time she, I don't know if this was intentional or an accident, but she ordered DoorDash from uh, Pinchy's Tacos, which is literally a two-minute walk from our house. (laughs) I was like, I where? Can't, <laughs> I asked can't her, I said, it, man. I said, where, this is good. Where'd it come from? And she goes, uh, I think it came from Pinchy, Pinchy's. <laughs> I was like, you mean the place that we could almost see from our driveway? <laughs> I smelled him making it. Yeah. I mean, that to I actually, me. I actually like, yelled my order to him. <laughs> like, how embarrassing, like, for the driver <laughs> to go pick it up. And then, you know, he types in our address, like, what the fuck? This is literally 0.2 miles away. I'm so I'm so conflicted with those services. Like I I fucking hate DoorDash and mm. no offense to the people driving for them. Like get mm. your money. I hate the. Uh, I'm gonna order food. It's not a delivery from the restaurant. If it's a delivery, like if I'll get like pizza or Domino's, like mm-hmm. all right, that driver works for that place. Yeah, that food is gonna be made, put in a cart. Maybe they might make a few deliveries on the way to take mine to me. Mm-hmm. But it's not just like, oh, I gotta zigzag all over town and let somebody's food sit in my back seat. That yeah. I don't have. There's no recourse for the driver to be like, oh, I gotta make sure this restaurant looks like my buddy who had his own pizza place. He's like, I won't use those things. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know this is good pizza and it has to get there in a certain amount of time, or else it's gonna suck. Yeah, and then I just give it to somebody who's letting it sit crooked on the seat. Yep, who doesn't it's, give a you know, shit. Yeah, not that they don't give a shit, but they're like so focused on other things, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just, and then the I got Indian food last night, and the place is like, listen, you can order delivery through these services. We will have to charge you more for the items because we have to cover how much we lose using these services. Yeah. So we would we would love it if you would just call us and come and pick it up. That's the best way to tell you you're going to get the food that is like is the best quality food mm-hmm. and i'll and i'll do that i rarely i hate it when i go to get delivery and then i'm checking out not paying attention and it was doordash mm-hmm. and it's 
yeah, I just don't like, oh, cool, it's going to be an hour for this cold version of a thing this restaurant wanted me to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes the convenience not really worth it. It's um, using the service now in West Hollywood, it's been okay. But, man, when we were in Long Beach, like 80% of the time, and, and our – our address was clearly marked. We were on the main street of town, right up on the street, big sign over our door with the address. And every other time we we get a call, hey, I'm here. Okay. Drop it at the door, dumbass. <laughs> hey, I'm here. Like, what, do you want me to come out of the car and get it? Like, we're right here. There, and I always, we had a driveway. You park in the driveway. Hey, I'm here. Great, man. Drop it at the fucking door. Oh, you mean they wouldn't get out of the car for you? Yeah, they they didn't want to get out of the car. Even though in special instructions, I say, drivers, welcome to park in the driveway between this address and this address, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm here. Great, man. I'm here, too. <laughs> me, me, too. Yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> you want to trade? You Should I bring something out to you? Or you want to just <laughs> drop hungry? the food off? You want yeah. to get you something? God. But, yeah, I got we got to break ourselves from using that stuff. It's uh, Sometimes the uh, hassle's not worth the convenience. But then I know it's also people are trying to hustle because, you know, I have yeah. noticed the economy's not great and people got to make money. Yeah. I, I, it's such – like that – I'm sure this is all like a, a more in the expanded Boogie Monster universe to talk about one of these days. But like, okay, so I was in Austin and it's – okay, that's a big tech city now. And just where – like, oh, the convenience of delivery robots. Like, I've how, seen how much weird. Yeah, it, well, there was a story about one of them like rolled through a crime scene in L.A. Yeah, I saw <laughs> that. I think yeah. Before we talk about that, but then I just was starting to read. I, I half-ass read an article about somebody talking about AI-generated art, mm-hmm. and about how, like, what jobs don't like that you think can't be replaced. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, manufacturing jobs. Yeah, robots have been working in like the auto industry for years, and now they're flipping burgers. Now they're doing all that. Now, is this good? Mm-hmm. You know, is it a, just because we can? Does it mean that we should? But then with the art thing, too, like, well, art, here's a very specific route that you've sacrificed livelihood to create. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are like, ah, no, I just put uh, these three words into the computer and it made this picture. I think it's kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing more of that lately. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, it was the first time I started seeing, uh, like, AI scripts and stuff like that. I guess the same premise as the art where you just give it a little info yeah. and say, or you know, hey, this bot watched 200 episodes of Seinfeld and then wrote its own spec script. So, yeah, I I wonder what that's going to get to. Yeah. Like where what's that going to generate? I I there's some Showtime series on like technology and just I, I it's one of those things that if i if i decided to sit here and think about it for too long i'm probably gonna get bummed out mm-hmm. so maybe yeah. i should skip thinking about it. <laughs> are there any jobs that are safe from ai i mean you would that's think a, like that's musician, a real great writer, question you think artists whether it be comics or musicians or writers but, you know, as we're saying now, there's already some of that being churned out. AI comedy, that would be... Uh, I'd like to honestly, see. G- given, given some of these people's acts, let me let me see the robot. 
Oh, let me see we, the let me see the robot do crowd work. We had a guy in Atlanta we we called Hackbot because he was basically a robot on stage, just doing the same shit, <laughs> the same cadence for years. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I could see a, a bot doing a better job than that dude. But, yeah, there's some instances where like, yeah, let's give our two D to a shot because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't I don't need to see your act. I don't need to see your seven minutes again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That's yeah, that's a that's a good question. Well, and to go the other way though, uh, last night having having a real uh, bachelor's paradise over here, me and little D, and uh, you know Rachel's still down in L.A. Mm-hmm. Just got got into town yesterday. Got back from Austin. Just like ordered some Indian food. Went and picked it up, and then what'd you, uh, what'd you get? Heddled. Talk to me. I got oh, okay. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know. St- well. Okay, I went off the fucking rails in Hawaii. Uh oh. Oh yeah, right. You went to Hawaii. I haven't Dude, talked to you since what, you've been in Hawaii. Went to what? Chicken in a barrel twice. Really? Double took took down two puka dogs. <laughs> I, I I couldn't help myself. We got there. Oh god, yeah. I won't even go into the. Okay. Let, well, let me okay. Let me finish my first thought, then we'll yeah, go to yeah, that. Sorry, yeah. so you got yeah, last I got, I got it was like a, a mushroom paneer tikka thing. Okay, so it was like the little cubes of cheese and mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You got this place down the street. It's everything I've ever wanted. Like, did you just want like an entire bowl of mushrooms and some sauce? Fucking sure. yes, yeah, absolutely, I do. I love mushrooms mm. in a tasty sauce. Pour it down my throat. Yes, I got that. I got uh, some. They do some. It's Manchurian. It's not Mongolian. It's like Manchurian style. Okay. So it's like a, almost like a spicy sour thing with breaded cauliflower. I got to order that and some na- some garlic naan bread. Oh, mm, great. Dude. I got half of it left for today. Mm. It's where it's at. But I ate that. Broke out the telescope. I was I was pulled the car to the driveway after picking up the food. I'm like, oh, it's a rare clear night in Oregon, full moon no less. But then I'm looking at how bright the other stars and planets are. I'm like, wait a minute. One of these is Jupiter. Figured out I could actually see it from the yard. Mm-hmm. Pulled out the telescope I got at the beginning of pandemic and used approximately 1.6 times. <laughs> I use that measurement because that's how, you know, power of the telescope. But mm-hmm. I got that out and got to see a... It's nothing. It's like a white dot with a white ring around it. But it's still... This is just a aluminum tube. With a mirror at one end and a couple other pieces of glass in there. And I could see the rings around Saturn from my yard. That is crazy. So the opposite of all the technology. Were, granted, I used my sky guide on my phone to figure out which one was Saturn <laughs> before, I, before I pointed the telescope at it. Yeah. But if you gave me just some sort of map of like, here's the constellations, I'm like, ah, fuck you, man. I don't know what's going on with this thing. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. So... Yeah, we were. I did shows in Honolulu, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, shout out. I believe it was was it. I think it was Rat Tank came to the show from another island. Yes, thank right you on. for that. Yes, thank you for that. Thank you pa- for making the trip. Thank patron. God for coming to the second show. Yeah, patron. Thank you for mm-hmm. coming to the second show. First show was weird. First show was just. I kind of berated the audience because I'm like, you're. It's Friday night. There's going to be fireworks over Waikiki Beach. And you're inside watching me talk about my acid <laughs> reflux. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're the in only- paradise. Yeah, you're in a windowless room watching me tell you why I bummed out about oh, shit. Like, what's wrong only- with you? 
only comic that shames the audience for coming. I didn't, it made no sense. I'm like, why are you in here? And then it was like two tables that were really into it. And then a room of people that were like, let's take a chance on a comedy show on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. And the two tables that were really into it were like super into it to the point where I'm like, this is weird. And then there was like, like drunk middle-aged white dudes that were like, they were fun, but they were like almost too fun. Like kind of real, like a little bit interactive, but the rest of the audience is looking at me like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. So I was talking to them. I tried to do crowd work and I just called the guy fat and then I felt bad right away. <laughs> I felt I felt bad immediately. I'm like, this is this. I hate this. I hate. Ugh. I want to do. I want to do the material that I practice and work on. Uh, and then the second show was a lot of fun, though. The crowd but, work thing, man. Do comics <laughs> think people? The clips, the clips. Who gives a fuck about your crowd work clips? Apparently, millions of <laughs> thousands of viewers, because that's. That's the new currency in stand-up, Dave. God, I feel so old. I don't get it at all. I Crowd work in person is boring. Why would I want to watch a clip of generic, meaningless... I don't give a fuck how long y'all been dating. I don't give a fuck what you do for a living. I have jokes. Ugh. I think... I. You know what? I, I feel the same way, and I'm trying to be different. I like... I'm trying... Like, you know... The big quest to like, all right, it's not for me, but it doesn't mean it's bad. But as a comedian, I do think that the crowd work, up, right up front, I'll admit, it's some jealousy. These clips are just shooting people to the forefront. Mm-hmm. These people, they're, they're getting all the hits, they're getting all the views. And so there's a little bit of jealousy when you're like, oh, I'm going to hit the road and really try to fine tune an act. And, and some people are funny at it. Like there are some people that I'm like I like watching this guy I like uh like Stavros is funny I see clips of that guy yeah. and he's a goofy dude it truly enjoying talking to somebody yeah and his he's like a fun personality to watch interact with people yeah he's one like, of the few that's very good at it I I do like him I'll admit but, that but uh, but for every Stavros man there are twenty fucking get off the stage motherfuckers yeah. That or or there are very successful dudes. I'm not trying to throw people under the bus, but I'm like, oh, this is subway magic. This is three card Monty. Yep. That's exciting to a, a tourist that's about to get hustled out of twenty bucks. <laughs> you know, at the <laughs> at the uh, off the whatever line you want to choose mm-hmm. subway stop. Because in the moment you're like, how did he do that? That was so quick. What happened? And then anybody that would know real magic is like. Yeah, these are all pre pre planned responses. They do this every night. They have, uh, they have. There's five generic ways to respond to no no matter what somebody does for a living. There's uh, it, there's no, you see the strings. Yeah. Or it's just somebody so confident on stage with a microphone that it's not till the ride home. Whereas the opposite of like jokes that are go over people's head, and you're like, oh, that's why that was funny. Mm-hmm. I think that crowd work is the opposite. Where you go home, you're like. Why did we laugh at that? That wasn't funny at all. Yeah. That guy was just very confident and said something quickly and responded quickly to somebody where you're like, that wasn't really a joke or anything. It was mm-hmm. just a guy that was confident and cool on stage. And if that's what people like now, I, 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 I can't, I'm not going to like switch what I do. 
Well, I think it's altering the expectations of comedy too. Like if if that's all that true Instagram and TikTok is, then when people go to a show and they see me or you do, you know, semi thought out original material, they're like, "Oh, he was okay, but he didn't do any crowd work." <clears throat> I don't I think if you I think if your act is good enough, no matter what it is, people will leave knowing they saw a good show. I think when you say the expectations of the audience, I've spoken about this before, but I don't want people coming to comedy shows thinking that they're going to play the heel, mm-hmm. like 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 in wrestling where it's like, oh no, I don't care if you make fun of me. Like I don't like I, I'm just like please make fun of me because then you'll get to do crowd work and it'll be fun for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't want you to fuck up the show no matter what. Yeah. You know, and, and it's the old days of like, oh, they think they're helping. But now, because these clips are so popular, it really does look like it really does like fuck that clip that I was being made fun of on by the comedian has mm. millions of views. I helped get that clip popular. Yeah. I don't want I that's where I'm worried about people thinking that like oh i'll be the bad guy for the sake of like you need these clips i don't want those clips mm-hmm. i'm not recording those clips i'm not putting those clips out not every comedian wants that yeah. some of them do mm-hmm. shit there's dudes that go out now and the last part of their set is just doing q a yeah just for that purpose just just to get clips so they don't have to burn original material mm-hmm. but they can put out tiktok clips but that's mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about that clip where that girl got a beer thrown at her yeah, I just saw this. I guess it happened this weekend. I'm not familiar with this uh, comedian, but uh, I guess her name's Ariel Elias. Did you see the clip? I did, and I was really wondering how that made because it like came up on like a TMZ thing. I'm like, that seems like that was user submitted. Man, whoever threw that beer, like it hit the wall hard. If that and it looked like it was a fairly full beer. If that had hit her in the face, it'd have put her in the hospital. All right, well, I don't agree with the beer throwing, but I did watch that clip once, mm-hmm. and it was the gist of the clip is this gal's like, somebody's in the audience like, well, who did you vote for? She's like, why does that matter? Like, there's this interaction, and it's a clearly a Trump-Biden thing mm-hmm. with a couple of mediocre zingers on the lady heckling. But then the comic goes, I guess I did ask if anybody had any questions. Mm-hmm. If you said that to the audience, you've created that situation for yourself. Yeah, I mean, if you, if she didn't you cre- said if you hey, does anybody have any questions? You've created a situation where the audience now gets to talk to you. Yeah, but you didn't invite an assault. No, no, no. I'm saying outside of the beer throwing thing, mm-hmm. that was bad. Yeah. But as far as a woman being shitty towards you, mm-hmm. you open that up to yourself. Yeah. The fucking nerve, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is wrong with people? Mm-hmm. Could you imagine going to a live performance and throwing a fucking beer at the performer? And I, I, I just saw the clip that everybody else saw, but I read some stuff where apparently, I don't know if it's true, but I mean, I, I get your point with that, but apparently she wasn't even doing political material. Not that that matters, but if you just if your well, whole act is bashing Trump, yeah, eventually you're going to push a Trumper's button or whatever. Still doesn't justify the behavior, yeah. but yeah, that I'm, that's yeah, just it's I, shocking. I, I couldn't imagine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I, I, I 
again, I don't know what the act was before. All I know is the clip that I saw, the beer thing, absolutely. That lady should get uh, should take the quick way down some stairs out of the club for that fucking mm-hmm. move. Yeah, but the comic if if you're a comic and you're gonna be like, oh, I did ask if anybody had questions, mm-hmm. and you're not prepared to like, and she did like zing the lady back, but yeah. I just thought like, don't fucking, I don't, I'm not blaming I'm not blaming the comic, but mm-hmm. it is like, if you create a situation where you're gonna interact with the crowd. The beer thing shouldn't have happened, but a lady being like, well, I want to know who you voted for, and it going weird, like, yeah, yeah that's... Don't talk to the audience about stuff if you're yeah. not ready to talk about it. But the beer, throwing the beer thing, yeah, fucking get a misdemeanor charge on that lady. But also, it's Jersey. That lady's probably got enough charges against her already. Is that Just where it was from? Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I was I was looking at it like, what is this out of nowhere or is this? I I don't know what the show was beforehand. I don't. I have no context. Mm-hmm. Throwing a beer was wrong, but I don't have a context where. If you open it up to talking to the audience, and then somebody's like has a problem with the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's just shocking though, man. Like, have you? What's the worst? experience like that you've had on stage with an audience member anything close to violence uh i think in my early days a couple times people wanted to like maybe started coming towards the stage or something or i didn't like like i was told i didn't notice it i think they were taken care of Mm. just people being drunk getting kicked out of shows but yeah this whole like beer throwing thing I, i that yeah i i still i realize like it sounds like I'm blaming the comic for it. That's mm-hmm. not what I want. Mm-hmm. That's I don't feel that way at all. You throw a beer at a comic, fucking get arrested. Yeah. Get fucking arrested. Or please uh meet me in the parking lot as soon as I'm as soon as I'm done. Please. Yeah. Well it's <laughs> not you know. What do you do? Okay, a lady throws a beer at you, Dave. What do you do? Beat up her husband. <laughs> <laughs> We were having this conversation last night in Austin about, I don't know, I was talking about, like, Rachel would get mad. Like, like if you're just with, uh, like, with, like, your girlfriend or your wife or something, and they're the ones, like, getting in a fight, and you realize, you know that I'm going to get punched for the mm-hmm. things that you're doing. Yeah. And just, I was just making the joke about Rachel, like... Wanting to like threw threw a beer at a guy at a Misfits concert. The guy had it coming. The guy was a piece oh of shit. yeah, I yeah. That. I told that story, but I'm like I'm like I don't know why you think I'm gonna stand up for you. I don't stand <laughs> up for myself. You know, remember how when we get in fights, I don't stick up for myself. Why yeah. do you think I'm sticking up? Gonna stick up for you? <laughs> oh man, I was joking about that. But yeah, I I, I remember that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know enough of that clip, but throwing the beer, I hope that lady uh, met an, uh, met some unfortunate uh, circumstance. Not death, but, like, I hope her next day was fraught with, like, uh-oh. Well, she should have been arrested, whoever threw it. I don't, I, I don't know if it was the yeah, lady talking yeah. who threw it. I think I read somewhere that it was a guy who maybe threw it, whatever. But whoever that is, like, A, you're kicked out, but, hey, wait in the lobby. Cops are coming. Like yeah, like how dare you? Like oh, just fucking animals. 
But I all like this, this is where I, I suspect like why do these things how did that get to TMZ? Yeah, I don't know. How did that get to TMZ that quick? Yeah. Because I remember, like, again, going viral is the most important fucking thing. And I mm-hmm. I feel like some things are getting 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 into the into the realm a little too quick. Mm-hmm. Not to say it was stayed like, oh, I, I here's my heckler video. Like everybody like, I mean, that was the whole fucking M.O. of some comics is like ask <laughs> enough rhetorical questions Ugh. to drunk people till they start responding and then being like oh here's me who's sober and was created this situation yep to own a heckler put the fucking clues together if you want to figure out who i'm talking about or maybe even hire a plant that's the rumor going around around that dickhead oh really yeah half of those videos apparently uh the hecklers were plants just so he See, could do his stupid I owned a heckler viral clip. I can't I and I can't prove any of that. I just don't I just my, the culture of owning hecklers. Mhm. I don't think is good for comedy. Mhm. And uh the Q&A thing, I hope it's That's what I tried to put out. I mean, I put out a tweet that was joking, but I was like saying it's like come to my no crowd work whatsoever tour. Yeah. I want to be like I'm gonna, uh, like I was like I want to be like the bikini kill, but for introverts, like introverts to the <laughs> introverts to the front. Hey, all you loudmouths, stay in the lobby. Introverts yeah. to the front. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even going to look at you. I purposely yeah. stare at the stage lights so I can't see anybody. Yeah. Anyway, enough bitching about that. Uh, did you see anything cool in Hawaii, other than uh, man snorkeling? Hiking. You went snorkeling? A, of course I went snorkeling. Went nice. snorkeling every other day. Damn, that's didn't the one thing it. I I didn't do in Hawaii. I wanted to, and we just ran out of time. Oh, but I brought my own shitty. I don't know why I bought one twenty dollars snorkel kit years ago, and that's what I cart around with me. It sucks, but <laughs> I think I might have to invest in good snorkel coin. Chicken Which, in a barrel, baby. Couldn't get enough. As soon as we got, we did the shows in Honolulu. Here's scary shit. Flew Uh there. Got about 35 minutes in the air out of LAX. Plane turns around. No way. Just 35 minutes over the ocean. But the flight attendants are still like trying to rush drink service. Uh Uh-huh. Which was weird. Because, oh, no, we don't know what's going on. But, like, how about a drink? Like, okay. (laughs) Why? And that was weird. It was a whole fiasco. Hawaiian Air fucked everything up. I won't go into it. Nobody needs a comic bitching about an airline. Uh, but then, flying back, I'm on Alaska Airlines, mm-hmm. going from Kauai to Portland. About three quarters of the way through the flight, I'm in a window seat. Flight attendant comes by, and she's like, oh, can you put your window shade up? Like and she's holding her phone. She's like, "I want to take a picture. Like, take a picture out the window." I'm like, "Oh, that's." I'm thinking like, "Oh, that's kind of cool." Like, even though you're a flight attendant, you still get some joy <laughs> out of looking out the plane window, you know? Yeah. And I open it up. She's like, "Yeah, there's a screw loose on the wing. I gotta oh. take a picture of it for the pilot." I'm like, oh. "What the fuck? 
Why? Jeez. <laughs> and I look out, and there's a screw just like blah, 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 just hanging out of the hole oh, on the no. wing. And I'm like, well, it looks like there's a whole bunch of other screws out there at least that can pick up the slack. But I'm like, now the rest of the flight, I'm just like looking at it. And I, I was, I, oh, and that, here's Boogie Monster stuff. Uh-huh. I'm, so I'm just talking to this lady on the way back. She was fun enough. I'm like, I'm not like, after the Saturday night, I was, I, I was pretty wrecked. Saturday was her last day there. And I was like not feeling good from Friday night. I think we went out. We're too many sugar drinks. <laughs> Took Saturday off. I'm like, I'm gonna gotta stop drinking. I'm not gonna drink for a while. Uh-huh. I got me. I'm on the plane. I'm like, yeah, give me two Jack Daniels. And I'm like talking to the lady next to me. She's talking about all kind like psychics. She seemed like a, like a regular nice. I think she like mentioned she was about sixty years old. Mm-hmm. Her husband's next to her. His hearing aid was clearly off the whole trip, and he's like. She tells me, I'm trying to make this concise. Her husband, like, sells extra body armor to police and is okay. clearly, like, look, looking at the screensaver on his computer as, like, a big game hunter in Africa. Uh-huh. As just a guy, like, one of those guys. Like, like I'm, I'm assuming, but, like, all right, you made your money off of, like, some sort of warmongering type of thing. <laughs> and then also you're a big guy, like, oh, you're that guy. But then this lady, she's like, I met him. I had already had my two kids by the time I was 23, and he's 15 years older. And she was talking about going to a psychic after a friend's daughter passed away tragically and was, like, saying how all these things that the psychic, like, it was, like, very close to home. And and she was, like, she was Catholic and didn't even want to do, like, a reading. She's like, I don't know. That's, like, the devil stuff. And went and did it, and all this stuff made her realize that, like, oh, there's... People that can talk to the other side was very, like, like I was not didn't want to believe in that stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't know how we get, we got into that right away. I don't know. She's just a nice lady. Talked to her the, for the whole flight, but she just kept talking about how she had like, like a guardian angel because some situation she got into in her past. She's like, I heard like a voice that said "run" when these guys were in an alley, and I was not even thinking, and I looked to think it was the voice of my friend, but he wasn't even there, and. Just these stories that she was telling me that were, like, pretty entertaining kind of diminishes what she said. But, like, interesting and, wow, all right, these sound like you had some real kind of experiences. But she's talking about a guardian angel. And then this flight attendant's like, yeah, there's a screw loose on the wing. I'm like, if you got that guardian angel, why don't you tap into it right now? Because we might need him. Yeah. And then my response is like, well, I'll take a couple Jack Daniels on the house if you got me monitoring, doing maintenance, (laughs) doing observation to see if this wing's going to fall off. How about a couple more drinks over here? Yeah. But so I got whiskey drunk on the flight. It was pretty fun. But then we landed. I looked. That screw was gone. It popped out as soon as we landed. (laughs) Oh, that's scary. Dude, uh, that happened to me on a trip uh, to Hawaii. Um Man, I was thinking, where you you might have even been on that flight. It was when I was doing that documentary years ago. Yeah, and it was I went twice at the beginning of the documentary and and at the end. So I, it must have been at the beginning because I think you and Ryan joined me on the second trip. But yeah. uh, we were taking off, going back home, and uh, in the air about ten minutes, had to do a U turn. And by the time we land, the engine one of the engines is on fire. Uh, there was fire trucks waiting on us when we landed and, uh, yeah, yeah, man. 
That's that's the one thing that I I do pretty well on planes in terms of you know worrying about worst case scenario because at that point it's just like all right it's I'm in the universe's hands now you know there's nothing yeah. you can do about a plane crash but uh, man when you're flying over <laughs> the ocean when the next piece of land is six hours away boy that can be scary. Well, that's why they told us like they turned it around because they're like <clears throat> we can't even if it's something minor. Whereas if you're over land, you're like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we can fly, and if some if this does become a thing, there's options to land. Mm-hmm. But so even something that's minor, they can't take that chance going over the Pacific. So that's yeah. why when we turned around the first time, mm. uh, but shit, like an engine on fire, that's scary. No matter what you're over, yeah, yeah, that's rough. Um, well, I'm glad it worked out, man. Worked out. As soon as we got to Kauai, we're like chicken in a barrel i'm like looking at i'm like yeah all right i'll have that and then as soon as i had it i'm like what have i done <laughs> what have i done i felt like, i i felt like a fucking werewolf vampire whatever i got a taste for it i'm like mm-hmm. i'm i'm worried i'm gonna take a bite out of the cat just hanging out here like I, got, <laughs> I had chicken in a barrel twice then we're going to puka dog which is like they just it's just like a hot dog it's a sausage in a bun but like they got veggie dogs awesome we get their veggie dogs sold out i'm like i don't give a shit Give me the kielbasa with all like fun different tropical salsas and everything in it. Oh. Had two had two of those, then had chicken in a barrel like on the day we were leaving or the day before we were leaving. And I'm like, fine, no more. That's it. I got it out of me. I land here. We had house guests, the people that were house sitting, left like a charcuterie plate with all this salami and <laughs> for shit. I'm like, well, I can't throw it and get out as no. an extra disrespect to the animal. Yep. And then I'm sitting there eating salami and Lil D just getting fat on salami and prosciutto. Like, I got to get this out of the house, man. <laughs> so I just made sure I ate all all of it. But I was like, oh, I was kind of, I was jonesing for it a little bit now. I'm, now I'm back on. I'm back okay. on my racket. But Yeah, we'll see about that. We're hooking up this week. I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah. No, man, I'm, I'm back at work, buddy. We're getting good, that good Nashville vegan barbecue. Man, I've been eating like a king all week on the road. Uh, Katie's with me. She's uh, she better had an ass full of barbecue. So <laughs> every day she's like, "We're not going to eat more barbecue, are we?" <laughs> like, Wait, what did, what did you just say? Did you just say she's about had an ass full of barbecue? I've had an ass full of barbecue. <laughs> yeah, man. She doesn't she doesn't have the tolerance for it. That it sounds like she's eating it the wrong way. <laughs> Well, she's she's not well versed in the culinary arts, so yeah, she got ass full of barbecue over there, dude. Uh, we stopped in Albuquerque on the way out here. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to this place called Frontier Restaurant. I guess it's been there for like fifty years. Some of the best uh, New Mexico green chili I've ever had. Oh mm-hmm. man, that 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 green chili that's something special. So I had that. That was great. Uh, stopped in Nashville for 24 hours. Uh, had Arnold's. I got to take Let's go to Arnold's. You can get some vegetarian options at Arnold's. It's a meat and three. Yeah, I remember ta- when you, said that, you said that in New Orleans, and it was like everything was like made with like <laughs> like ham broth or something. Yeah, yeah, even the vegetables have meat in them. But, uh, yeah, I think they probably got some legit vegetarian options at Arnold's. But, yeah, I went to Arnold's, had me a nice fried pork chop. 
Had, uh, oh, what I had some creamed corn, some sweet potatoes. Oh, boy. Went to Big Bad Breakfast in Nashville. Oh, yeah. Said it many times. Best breakfast in the country that I've ever had. Um, and then uh, we're in Asheville right now. And uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, tried to go to 12 Bones. Uh, that's usually my spot in Asheville. I didn't realize they're closed mm-hmm. on the weekend. Found a new spot called Buxton Hall Barbecue. Okay. It's insane. Just, oh, my God. Uh, corn pudding. Hush puppies, <laughs> lima beans. What? You saying corn pudding? You said it like that. You said it like that was a stripper's name. Oh boy, it might as well be. I got up next corn pudding. <laughs> like, Ugh, I have the same reaction. You, that was the horniest I've ever heard you. Oh, is you saying corn pudding like that right it's... into my AirPods? <laughs> It was upsetting, Dave. I'll tell you right now. It was upsetting how oh, clear man. and horny that was. Dude, I and Katie laughs at me, Like, but you got to understand, I grew up in the South. I've got a hearty appetite for Southern food, and I don't have access to it in Los Angeles. I mean, there's a few spots that try to do it, but it's just, it's not the same. It's not the real deal. So when I get to, back to the South, it's just... It's game on, man. It's just been chaos. Mm-hmm. It's just been chaos all week. But let, let me ask this: uh, We got uh, man. Uh, is a uh, Paia Fish Market's been my spot, and they had one in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. I was about to ask you if you had about. any seafood. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, tons of seafood. But now, is is getting something blackened? How do you feel about that with fish? Do you feel like that takes away from any of the, the flavor of the fish? Not you're just at eating all. seasoning at this point. No, I love yeah, it. I got I some it. like blackened Ono or whatever it was, mm-hmm. and it was so goddamn good. Mm-hmm. But Rachel's like, "Oh yeah, I feel like I'm just eating the flavor of the seasoning. You're not really getting the flavor of the fish as much through." Yeah, I get that. If it's over seasoned, I get that. But if they do it right, you know, and it's not just the seasoning. The blackened also refers to uh, how they cook it. You know, over high heat, kind of get a yeah, char- yeah, yeah. get a char on it. You know. Well, it's like uh, Cajun, but isn't that like what Cajun style is, but then pan fried also mm-hmm. or something? Yeah, I was yeah. Trying to learn. Yeah, like pan seared. Like when I do like uh, black and catfish, hit it with some uh, mm-hmm. Cajun seasoning, cast iron skillet, a little bit of oil, extremely high heat, and just put that scald on it for you know a minute or two on each side. And mm, man, well, if we, I'm looking at Arnold's Country Kitchen, their lunch menu right now, and we're yeah. gonna, so we get there on Thursday. Yeah, I, I can, t- I can. <laughs> I think I've got the days, uh, each day's menu memorized. <laughs> if you, you know what, I got it up right now. If you want to go up against it, Thursday. Let me tell you the entrees. I promise, Katie can vouch for me. She's here. So I say hi, Katie. She has no idea. She's in her own earphones here. Uh, I'm not looking at the menu. Let me think. Um, roast beef. They got roast okay. beef on Thursday. They got they got they got country fried steak. Yep. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to recite the Arnold's menu. You're two per, for five. You're two on for five day. on on the meats. Okay, uh, country fried steak, roast beef, uh, fried shrimp. Yep. <laughs> uh, Keep in mind, everybody listening. There's like five or six different items. Yeah. For for every day of the week, you got three. Chicken and dumplings. No, I think that's oh, Tuesday. That's... <laughs> it is! It is on Tuesday! 
<laughs> oh, man. I'm going to give it to you just for knowing the right day when chicken and dumplings is showing yeah. up. Um, damn. I, I, I don't know. Right, I can't right. remember. What, what's the one you, I missed? Well, what's, roast beef is every day. Every day. Okay. Uh, you said chicken fried steak? Yeah, or country fried steak, chicken fried steak. Country right. fried steak, sorry, yeah, yeah country fried uh-huh. steak. Yeah, chicken liver and rice. Chicken livers, right. Okay. You have fr- uh, fried shrimp. Fried shrimp, I got. And, and barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken, okay. Uh, yeah. As far as veggies, uh, let me think if I, <laughs> I can remember the veggies. There's, um, there's, th- there's four There's four regulars for every day. Yeah, probably green beans. Green beans yeah. is on there. Uh, cream corn. Or is that a regular or is that just on Thursday? That's just on Thursday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I love this game. Uh, turnip greens. I think turnip uh, greens is on Thursday. Turnip greens is every day of the week. Every, every day. Okay. That makes sense. I get that. All right. You got, you got three. Lima beans. Mm. Mashed potatoes got to be every day, right? Mashed potatoes in every day. Mm-hmm. No, no, Ma- li- no lima beans. Okay. Mac and cheese. That's probably every Wait, day. Do lima beans go by a different name? Well, also butter beans. Butter beans and lima beans, kind of the same thing. I'm not seeing. I'm, mm. uh, I'm seeing different beans. Fried green tomatoes. I bet that's on Thursday. That is on Thursday. Yeah, I promise. I'm not looking at the menu. <laughs> no, I, well, no, you got this. Is I thought like, oh, Dave's talking out his ass, and then you just put me in my place by yeah, really like knowing about. I'm just, what are Seven Up pancakes? No idea. Probably pancakes with the Seven Up and the batter. Okay, because that's on Saturday. Okay, interesting, dude. They have this stuff on special. They, they just kind of rotate. It's not on the menu. It's kind of an off-menu item. Uh, cauliflower casserole. One of the best side dishes I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Oh, it's insane. Be- because if we go on Thursday, this is where mm-hmm. I'm getting excited. All right, mm-hmm. I'll I'll tear up some fried shrimp. There you go. I'm still doing seafood. Mm-hmm. I want to see what these teriyaki fried Brussels sprouts are. Ooh, okay. That must be a new item. I'm unfamiliar with those. And fried fried green tomatoes. Pinto mm-hmm. beans is why I was asking. Pinto, Pinto beans okay. if they went by another. But right, what about yeah. white beans? Uh, white, white beans? I mean, they're very similar to lima slash butter beans, but I think they're a little. Right. I think they're smaller, maybe. But, well, yeah. I, I was trying to give you a loophole on it. That's all right. I appreciate it, man. But yeah, that's that's pretty good off the top of the dome. But uh, cauliflower casserole, they do have it on there. Friday is Friday. one of the green, uh, one of the sides. Maybe Ooh. we gotta go Friday. Yeah, I'll well, do fried catfish. Who am I and, kidding? I'm probably gonna go several days. All right. Well, I'll just meet you there, Dave. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you what. I, if if I get there, I'll just see you there. I, I okay. assume. Yeah, man. You know what they got on Saturday. What they got? Corn pudding. Corn pudding. Oh boy. Corn pudding. Corn pudding. God oh, man. damn, that sounds like just <laughs> such a <laughs> just such a just a, a just somebody in prison for sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Corn pudding. Yeah. That's his name. Mm-hmm. Bring your own spoon. <laughs> Corn puddings. That's a... <laughs> making that on the radiator with tang packets. <laughs> tang packets. 
some silicon that came in the package into this new stereo. <laughs> oh, damn. You're making me hungry, man. <laughs> Dude, we, I got to uh, go. We got to take you to Santa's Pub while we're in Nashville, too. Have you ever been to Santa's Pub? I don't know if I've been to Santa's. It's a double wide trailer that's uh, been converted into a dive bar. And most nights they have live band country karaoke. Okay. And I think they only sell like canned and bottled American beer, domestic beer. You can get like a tall boy high life for like two fifty. Oh, it's it's a great spot. All right. Yeah. And I, I guess I've seen this now. I think there's probably a Christmas theme year round. I'm not sure. But uh yeah, yeah I mean been, I love that spot. All right. All right. Go to Robert's looks- Western World, get the recession special. I don't know what the price is now, but Robert's used to have the recession special for like four fifty. You get a PBR, a bag of chips, and a fried bologna sandwich. That's a pretty That's where thing. I parked myself last time I was there. Man, mm-hmm. I, I just any any possible way to avoid Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. Yeah, it's a little obnoxious, but uh Roberts a is little. like a little beacon of hope there right on Broadway. That's where I always dip into. That's the place I spent like 10 hours uh during yeah. a Greyhound layover just drinking Coors Original watching this old dude sing Billy Joe Shaver covers. Spent like a whole yeah. day there just waiting mm-hmm. on a fucking bus. Well, I think that's where when I was there last summer, a girl told me to like watch my shoes. I'm gonna go dance, but she, they were playing like the cover band was playing Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Like, oh, you wanna, you think you're a manic pixie dream girl, but you're out here shoeless twirling to a song about school shootings. <laughs> like, all right, oh, this one yeah, always man. gets like, me going. Broadway, Broadway in Nashville, it makes Vegas look like the Roman Forum. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a fucking nightmare that place was. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a bit much. We were there uh, during New Year's a couple of years ago, and it was just we just stayed in the hotel. It was like we're not getting out because we were right off of Broadway, and uh, we're like, boy, we are not. But watching all the festivities from our tenth floor window, but uh, oh boy, Broadway on New just- Year's. The bachelorette party, just wagons that are just being pulled around, but that it's, it's just, like, I, 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 listen, if you're having fun, I, I don't have to go anywhere near it, but just mm-hmm. the woo wagons, just the, the woo <laughs> carts going through and like, we're all gonna wear Daisy Dukes and this kind of top, like it's, they, it's so stamped out. Of like this is the look, mm-hmm. but okay, you know I'm not from there, and I'm sure somebody walking through Silver Lake ten years ago sure. would say the exact same thing. So. Sure, yep. Well, I'd rather them do their little bachelorette mobiles than show up at Zany's. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just have your part of the city. God, it sounds sound like how like racist sounds in the sixties. <laughs> I don't see what's wrong with them having their part of town that they can do all their what for around there, and we can have our section. Nice and quiet, folks, just trying to read a book or some such. Just keep it out of our face. Yeah, yeah, you know, just you go down there and do what you need to.
we got we got we could either do our ghosts of Nashville now or we could record mm-hmm. it this weekend. Did you yeah. bring two mics with you? That's off. That's off. That's yeah. tech talk. You don't I need to hear it. the inside baseball, everybody. <laughs> I got you covered. Yeah, man. Well, uh, I, I wanted to really dig into this one, so we, we could save this for next week since we're going to be in Tennessee. So, yeah, speaking of which, we'll be uh, together uh, as this drops. We'll be together tomorrow in Memphis. At, speaking uh, of corn pudding. Corn pudding. We'll be at Lafayette's Music Hall. And then uh, Thursday through Saturday, Nashville, Zanies. Come on out and see your boys. Yeah, it's going to be sexy. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'll go ahead and plug some other dates. Uh, tonight, I'll be in Chattanooga at Hutton and Smith Brewing. Uh, like I said, Memphis on Wednesday, Nashville Thursday through Saturday. Sunday, I'll be in St. Louis at Helium. Come on out to that. Uh, next right. next Tuesday, I'll be back in Memphis for my own show at the Brass Door. Uh, next Wednesday, the 19th, I'll be in Birmingham at Avondale Brewing Company. And then Thursday, October 20th, my little run concludes in Atlanta at the Earl as I film my first stand-up mm-hmm. special. Y'all come on out. Uh, offer still stands. Anybody wants to travel 100 miles or more to come see me at the Earl, let me know. I'll get you in free. You're going to travel to come see my dumb ass. That's the least I can do. Hell yeah. Bring receipts. David yeah. fucking around. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a GPS screen cap. So, uh, what, you got, what you got coming up other than Memphis and Nashville? Uh, Huntsville on Sunday with old uh, Wesley Van Horn's going to come down. Oh, yeah. Show. Yeah. One and of the gravy then, boys. Uh, yeah, one of the gravy boys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm in Dallas the weekend after that at the – I'm in Dallas at the Addison, Texas Improv. There you go. Where that is in relation to that. And then Fest in Gainesville. Ooh, that'll be Halloween fun. weekend, yeah. Good times. Well, Still my, my have never done my, Fest. I got to do that one year. Well, buddy, man, if you if you're looking to do it, you just mm-hmm. obviously put a word in for you, man. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I like that town. I've been to Gainesville several times, but I've never done fest. Yeah, so. we were there. We were there last year. Mm-hmm. It's a cool. Got town. that great piece of art that fella that fella drew a, a big dick bat for me. It was very right. cool. <laughs> got got it on got it on my shelf right over here. There you go. Well, good times, buddy. It was good catching up. So I feel like I steamrolled this one a bit. Sorry, hey, man. That's all right, buddy. I'm just. Uh, I'm here to help, man. I, I threw a bunch of coffee in my face hole. Oh, yeah? What you got planned for today? A bunch of coffee in my corn pudding hole. <laughs> You're home for a couple days. You're going to go out and get rad, enjoy the weather? What are you doing? I'm going to get rad. I, the plan is to get rad today mm-hmm. and maybe tomorrow. I've been back at it. I've been such a – well, actually, no. Hawaii was still like we were hiking and swimming, so it wasn't just a sit there and – eat a bunch of stuff like and then Mm -hmm. eating was still like oh i was getting like seafood and stuff i was still eating pretty Mm -hmm. good like not like trash food uh but yeah i'm getting back into like i need to move my person (laughs) i need i need need to move my bits and pieces yeah i hear you i've been Uh, doing that on this run i've been trying to get out and walk wherever i'm at and i brought my uh weighted vest but uh, I just kind of look a, like... You have a weighted vest? Yeah, I have a, it's like a 40-pound weighted vest. But I look like I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. I'm just staggered around in my... That's a Pat, that's a Pat my, Oswald joke. He's like, I don't yeah. want to like... I'm not going to be skinny. I just don't want to look like I'm wearing a bulletproof vest Such a good one. Such a funny <laughs> joke. But yeah, I was staggered around Bristol, Tennessee all weekend in my weighted vest and my camo mm. cargo shorts looking like an active shooter. So... <laughs> I mean, I think you're fitting in in the part of the country 
That's true. Yeah, right now. I think you're doing all right. Mm-hmm. So. Well, good times, buddy. I will see you in Memphis. And uh, I'm just saying, strap on the food bag, man. We're going we're gonna to do some damage. <laughs> we'll see. Well, all right, man. I'm not going to try and keep up with you, but I'll... I'll watch what you do to an Arnold's meet and three. <laughs> I'll bear I'll bear witness. Well, when I'm there, it's a meet and five, but uh, <laughs> it, we'll have fun nonetheless. He, so. Dave's here. Give him the special special. Mm-hmm. Old corn pudding's here, but put the hurt on. <laughs> Brought his own plate. <laughs> he's, he's concerned about the environment. <laughs> All right, All buddy. Right. Good times, man. Enjoy your uh, brief stay at home, and I'll see you in Tennessee. Yeah, man. See you in a couple days. All right, buddy. Thanks for listening. Boogie Monster, you know the deal. Holler at your boys. Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. The Boogie Monster. Network.